Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes, a special, what is today, Thursday? Yes, Thursday episode (laughs) of The Extra Yard. Alex Dono and former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. Troy, before we introduce our our special guests on this episode, how are you, sir? Long time no see. Yeah, a couple days or one day. Uh, I am great. I'm doing great. I got to be honest. Nothing for me to complain about. The only thing I complain about is the fact that the Dolphin season is over and I got to watch all of these other games, but... This weekend is lining up to be an outstanding weekend of football, so I will enjoy it. You know, I love football, so I will enjoy it. Yeah, it's the most bittersweet thing because we only have three NFL games left. We got the conference championship games, two of those, and we got uh, the Super Bowl in a few weeks, so it, it's almost over. But you know, the reason why I had to bust out my my Sunday finest today, I'm wearing my uh, my old school okay. uh, Dolphins cap. Because we have uh, a special event coming on February 4th where Mr. Hands himself, Mark Clayton, along with the other Mark's brother, Mark Duper, uh, who, I don't know, he may even be stopping by today as well. But we got Mark Clayton with us, who's going to be at Simbad Sports in Pembroke Pines on February 4th, signing autographs, telling stories. Shaking hands, kissing babies, all that good stuff. Uh, so S- S- Simbad is on board as well. He does an awesome job lining up these signings. And 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 Mark Clayton, uh, how are you doing, sir? Thank you so much for stopping by. Dolphins legend in the house. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, as I told you earlier, uh, Alex, uh, that's my guy right there, two three right there. You know, took him under my wing when he was a little young pup now, man. And uh, I just knew that that guy was just a baller from day one. And he'd been my, been my boy ever since then. Oh man. Ever I, since. I, 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 I freaking love it. I freaking love it. And I, you, know, I, you know, I got, I got to chime in and I got to tell the story about how giddy I was as a youngster when I think it was, yeah, we were going to preseason week number four and you know, I'm just going about my business, you know, practice, whatever, go home, try and get sleep. And we have a preseason game coming up against the Buffalo Bills. And so I'm not thinking anything is going to be different. And then Clayton came and he said, yo, Rook, he said, I'm coming to pick you up to take you to the game. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, inside, outside, I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool. But inside, I'm like, Giddy is anything. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, Mark Clayton is coming to pick me up and take me to the game, right? So the story gets better. I run home, I call my friends, and I go, Y'all won't believe who's gonna take me to the game. They're like, who? And I'm like, Mark Clayton. 
He's going to come pick me up. Him and James Pruitt, he's like, don't worry about driving. I'll come to your house. I'll pick you up. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, you know? And so then now it's game day. And so we had our pregame meal in Miami Lakes at Shula's place. And I walk out to the front of the uh, apartment complex where I was living. And I'm looking at my clock. I'm like, all right, where's Clayton? Looking at my clock. Where's Clayton? Looking at my clock. I said, I got to go. I got to go. I run back to my car in the parking garage. And then I'm pulling out. And here he comes driving in. Like, he ain't late. And I'm like, you notice how I said, well, we were talking before we came on. I'm surprised to see that you were early because Clayton was notorious for getting there exactly, exactly oh. when he needed to be there. Really? And I was terrified. Yeah, terrified. Yeah, he, he got he got into he, the stream four minutes early, Troy. He he was right. He was before on time. I couldn't believe it when I logged on that he was already here. And I don't know if you know Clayton, but we we get to Miami Lakes, we walk into the hotel. And David Shula, like you walked in, Pruitt was with you. Pruitt walked in, and then I walk in, and David Shula's like, Come here, I want to talk to you. And he's like, You know, you're late, right? And I go, Yeah, I know. He's like, That's gonna cost you a fine, right? Clayton didn't get fined, Pruitt didn't get fined, but that damn rookie who was just coming in. And show you the difference in money. Like, I have no idea what they would find me today. They find me $50 back then, $50. and that was a lot of money. $50. Wow. <laughs> sure was. Sure. And, and look, see, see, you know, and, and then they used to, the, the culture used to, you know, try to discourage the young, the young bucks that don't hang out with me because I lived on the edge, and um, I was never late. I would just be never. always right there on time. Never yeah. late, never missed the plane, never late for practice, except that, well, I overslept one time and, and I'd already made up in my, my mind when I got to, when I get over there to the camp, to training, well, we was in, over there at the, the facility, yeah. I should say. Yeah. We get over there to the facility. I said, I know Coach Shula is going to ask me, why am I late? As, as he asked everybody that I've seen come strolling in there late. So I made up my mind. I said, listen, I know when he's asked me uh, what happened, I'm just going to tell him, listen, I'm late. I'm here. No matter what I tell you, it's not going to be good enough. You're going to find me. I'm late. <laughs> sure enough, I walk in there. He asked me, he said, hey, what happened? Where you been? I said, it doesn't matter. I'm late. <laughs> You're gonna find me anyway. I could come up with the, I could come up with one of my best stories ever. Uh, wasn't gonna work. It was not gonna work. He's gonna find me. So I say, hey man, it doesn't matter. It don't matter what what happened. I'm 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 late. That's all that matters. I'm late. And he probably heard every story in the book too. I'm yeah, guessing he heard some yeah. tall tales. I'm sure he has, and so I wasn't gonna give him one, another one to add a, up onto his collection of tales. <laughs> I got, I got a question for you, Clay. How many times were you sitting in front of Shula in his office, 
because you did something wrong that he didn't like. It wasn't necessarily wrong, but he didn't like it. So a bunch of times. times. Really? A, a, a countless of times. I tell people all the time, I said, I said, you know what, though? I, you know, shoot, kind of dance to the beat of my own drum. Right. And, 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 and Coach Shula realized that. But Coach Shula, he didn't agree with, with some of the things some of my beats that I was jamming, dancing to, right? So he would call me into his office and we would agree to disagree. But I was like, hey, man, you know, this is what it is. You know, I'm not I'm really violent. <laughs> yeah. But see, Coach Shula was old school and, and, and he felt like that, you know, things should still be ran old school. Um, but right. uh, I just, you know, we, I, I never really got into no really heated exchange with Coach Shula. We just had some differences in agreement. In agreements, okay. You know? right. But, uh, right. uh, you know, I, I think at, at, when it all came down to it, when it all was said and done, you know, I respected that man and, and, and yep. he respected me as well. And I, and, and, and I think he respected me more for being the person that I was as opposed also, to the one that just was kissing his ass all the I time agree. because a lot of people had a lot of his ass on their lips. I agree. <laughs> hey, I want to I want to ask uh, Simbad Simbad who he owns Simbad Sports in Pembroke Pines and he's going to be hosting this Marks Brothers autograph signing. Clayton who's with us now and Duper are going to be at Simbad Sports in Pembroke Pines on February 4th. Uh tell the folks Simbad what time everything's going on and what they can expect and and we are going to be uh telling you guys how we're going to be giving away an autograph jersey on this show today. I think we're going to be doing it the way we're going to do it, Simbad, is because I want to come up with the most fair way possible because people are going to be, like, pushing and shoving over this signed jersey. So what you guys want to do is, if you're watching this right now, and if you want, whether you're watching it live or you watch it later on and you want to win an autographed either Duper or Clayton jersey, you want to leave us a comment on the YouTube video. So I see people in the live chat. Leave us a comment on the YouTube video here on Five Reasons Sports. And there's a program where you can pick a comment at random. So I don't get to choose. Troy doesn't get to choose. We're going to pick a comment at random, and the winner is going to win an autographed jersey. And so, Simbad, tell people what they can expect at the signing coming up. So we opened up a, a pop-up shop in Pembroke Gardens and Pembroke Pines for a few months. We're going to be there for a few more months. And I wanted to do a signing right before Super Bowl because I'm going to be out in Vegas for Super Bowl and 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 – Always a pleasure to work with Mark Duper and Mark Lane. Um, he was never late for any of my signings. I never find him fifty dollars. He's always on time, like you said. <laughs> He's always right there, just in time. So, we're, you know, the Dolphins season. We thought, you know, the Dolphins are going to go to the playoffs. They, they lost it a lot of games towards the end of the season. So we, we wanted to just do something for the fans and uh, and just bring them back to the store and do a big signing and. Uh, get everyone out there and, and for them to be together it's, it's rare for them out signing together but when when they are it's just a great event everyone comes out there they tell their stories like you said and <laughs> and they hang out kissing babies and telling us you know stuff that happens in the locker room and things like that so it's, it's always great to see them and, and and always great to hang out with them it's always uh, a good time when they're when they're in, in, in Simbad sports doing the signing so and, and it's been high de highly demanded as well because we did a signing with them a few years ago, during, uh, right before COVID, for the Super Bowl when it was in Miami, and people mm -hmm. still ask, "When are you going to bring him back? When are you going to bring him back?" So, you know, you got Tyreek and, and and Wallow now, and you know these are the original duo that yeah. that 
that were basically, you know, put Miami on the map, you know, as, as, as a great team. And, 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 you know, they, they deserve to be recognized, you know, over and over and over as many times as I can do it, I will do it. So. And, and does that, Simbad, does that sound good about, uh, so we'll, we'll give it away through the YouTube comments and, and, and I just want to verify, is it like people can pick if they want either Duper or Clayton, you know, they, they can, and, you know, maybe we can steer them towards Clayton since he's on with us. We don't want to let the man down, but uh, they'll, they'll be able to That's choose right. one they want, correct? Yeah, well, actually, if you want, I can give you two jerseys, one for Duper, one for Clayton. Let them, that, that way your show can give them both away. Nice. So, That's I don't That's want anybody treat. to argue. That's a yeah. for the fans right there, Sinbad. This is always for the fans. Always for the fans. I do it for the fans. So you hey, Troy, did, hey, yeah. Troy, did you get that, that text that Duper just sent us? I, I can't look at it because I'm looking at it on my phone. You're on a computer. Did you see that text he just sent? I don't know what he said because I hadn't looked at it. Uh... He sends me some video of how deep in the woods he is. Oh, yes, I want to take there. people behind the curtain that we're, we're trying to get Duper to hop in as well. But he's he's in the backwoods somewhere in Louisiana. Yeah. So I don't know if he has enough service to get in. So if he can find True. some bars, we're going to get him. <laughs> he's probably no, in one of his big mobile homes that he got. Yeah, he's probably in one of probably. the big mobile homes of camping, so he's notorious for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, well, I hold it down for my brother, though. I hold it awesome. down for him. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, and, and I got I, a question. Hey, I, I got go a ahead. question for you. Like, we have a dynamic duel right down here with the Miami Dolphins, right? And Hill mm -hmm. and Waddles. Mm -hmm. And first, my question to you, Clayton, is what did you? Duper was here before you, correct? Correct. One year before. One yeah. year. One year. What did you What did you think of Duper when you put your eyes on Duper? I don't know if you know what he thought of you, but what did you think of his game when you first saw him out there playing? Because the both of your games were different, like totally different. No question. Right. Well, well, yes, sir. And, so, what yes, did sir. you that's, think that's of his game? Well, you know, when, when I first got down there, and like I said, Duke was already there for a year. And I don't know, a lot of people probably do know this, but Duper didn't play not one down as a rookie. When he first got down there, he didn't never play at all. Really? Really. When when I the whole year he didn't play not one down his rookie season. And when I got there, I was on the field before he he was. And I was on I was on the field before Dan started playing also as well. Because my rookie season uh and Dan's rookie season, you know, our opening day we played up in Buffalo and, and that game right there, Jimmy Cephalo and Tommy Vigorito both went down with torn ACLs. And me yeah. and Duke was running down as flyers on the kickoffs and the <laughs> coverage. And, and, you play special went, teams? And, yeah, we were special teamers. And, and Dan was holding the clipboard for David Woodley at that wow. time, right? So so none of us was playing any offense when I first got down there. But, you know, I saw – I seen Duke in practice and, and everything. But, but practice, you know, Troy, is different from the game. Everything yeah. in practice is scripted. So, right. you know, people, the practices are supposed to look good because they are scripted because you know what they're going to do on defense and they know what they're supposed to be giving you if we're running offensive plays. 
They supposed exactly. to give us the look, right? right? So so I really didn't have no really no conception of of what kind of player Duper was my rookie year because like I said, none of us was playing until after that first opening day when I started playing on third down. I started coming in as a third wide receiver, Dan still on the sideline and Duper still running down on those kicks. But after they saw me, how I was terrible, I was running down on those kicks because the opening <laughs> kickoff we kicked off to Buffalo, and I'm I'm the ball guy, and Duper was the ball guy on the other side, right? So we're flying <laughs> we're flying down the field, both of us right there, and so the first person that I see since I got down there first was Daryl Talley. I said, oh, yeah. hell no, I'm not blocking <laughs> this guy right here. And then Eddie Hill was like. God damn it, Clayton. He said, stay in your fucking lane. He said, he said, don't run around the block. I said, man, fuck you, boy. This, guy, this, this guy's got me by about 50, 60 pounds. You fucking take him on. I'm not taking him on. You take him on. So like I said, I'm well, I'm so glad that they took me off the kickoff team. That was my one and only appearance running down, running on kicks. But but I tell you this though, Troy. Before I had made that team in them preseason games, when I know I was on the on the borderline of making that team, I was taking them son of a bitches on, and I was you making bust those your ass. I was yeah. making those damn tackles. That's right. <laughs> hey, so I I, 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 love, I, I, I and, and I love I love the way you talk about this with with you and Duper starting out on running down kicks and Duper not playing his first year. So at, at what point was it? And it, I'm sure it was some point in '83. Mm -hmm. When you realized that you, Duper, and Marino, that the three of you guys had something special, like at what point did you realize, okay, we got something cooking here? No, I, I, I didn't realize that I was in that mix right there because mm -hmm. in like the sixth or seventh game, something like that, we're playing the Saints and they kicking our ass. And and uh, um, at, at the halftime, Coach Shula decided to make a change right there. He said, Dan, you're going to start it, Dan, the second half. And he took Dorio Harris out. And Duper started the second half with Dan, right? And and so then the next game, which we played Buffalo in the Orange Bowl, then Duper and Dan started the game. I'm still coming in on third down. That whole year, I, I, I never started a game, my, my rookie season. But I was all I play. I start playing a lot toward the end of the season. And I was coming in on third down a lot. So I realized that it was going to be – I was going to be in that mix right there when – during the all season, hold on, man. My, my, my killer dog is just crazy. Sounds like a real man eater. Yeah, though. yeah. So I yeah, realized that I was gonna like a total of 15 pounds. I was going to be in that fold when in the all season where I was going to play in those those basketball games that we played in, you know, up in like Gainesville or somewhere. And 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 look, when you told that story about how I told you to come and ride with me, Nat said, I want you to ride with me. Up ah. to the game, right? So Nat said, here's what it's going to be. He said, well, you know you, Duper, and Dan are going to be the starters next year, right? I said, no, I didn't know that. He said, yeah, that's what's going to happen. He said, he said, he said, and my job is going to be to teach you and Duper everything that I know. Oh, he wow. said, he said, he said, you asked me, why am I doing that? He said, it's because I don't mind. I've been a starter before. He said, and what you and Duper are going to do, y'all going to prolong my career, add some more years on my career. And that's exactly yep. what happened. But yep. then after he told me that, then I started busting my ass and stuff. I felt like, hey, I'm going to get a chance to start. I got I to make it happen. I got to make something happen. 
So there's something empowering about that, right? Like when it when a guy like Nat Moore is telling you, like, hey, you're 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 the future, you're gonna be a starter, that, that's gotta fill you just with like confidence for the future. No question, because because Nat was a bad motherfucker. He was. <laughs> and and a smart and a smart guy yes, too. Yes. And, and yes. oh my God. So so anything that he was saying, it was like gospel to me. I'm I'm hanging on to everything that Nat is trying to teach me. And and I owe a lot, I have a lot of gratitude to, to for Nat for for for, for really ex being so unselfish with his knowledge, man, because I don't think that I would have possibly had the career that I had without the without the, wow. the tutelage of Nat Moore. And and awesome. and look and, and to go and Alex and, and uh Sinbad to show you how different players are, right? Because I I, I, I I'm not gonna throw dude up under the bus really Aaron like Rock. I should. But uh uh Duriel Harris was just the opposite. He wouldn't help me and do for nothing. Wow. And so, you know, I guess that's why it didn't work out for him. Wow. And he's the one that really, when he used to sell me this right here, he said, Rook, I was here when you came, and I'm going to be here when you're gone. And that motivated me. Wow. I, I, I think that's pretty cool, like the motivation in different ways. And and something, uh, I, I there's a couple things from the chat I wanted to ask you about here. Uh, this is f funny, funny, especially the way the cap phrases this. He says, serious question, your thoughts about the NFL becoming a bit soft as Cinnabons with the rule changes as of late? It was certainly, it was different when you played. I know that that much is for sure. Well, you know what, though, man, I, I, um, I, I'm not going to say that the NFL is soft. I think they they've gotten a lot of uh, uh, a lot wiser, man, because they know that 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 uh, um, people leave this game in serious bad shape, worse off than when when they started playing this game. So they're trying to protect these guys, and and my hats off to them about that. But you know, I'm proud to say that I played in an era where there was no such thing as a defenseless receiver, because you know you had to you had to bring it for me, you know. You know, you had to bring it for me, and I wouldn't have had it no other way. <laughs> but those guys, hats off to those guys, though, man. And, uh, and and back to you said about Waddle and and, and uh, Hill, man. Those guys, man. Those are two great young men, man. They two badass players, man. And I wish nothing but the best for them. And, and when I was down there before the season started, right here, I told Hill it, when I came down there during the uh, alumni game. I say, hey, man, you you know, hey, bro, go get that, go get that yardage record, man. I say, hey, man, that's what records are for. Go get it. I said, man, that's you know, I'd be more than happy if you broke it, man, because I'd be proud to say that a scrub didn't break my record. Uh, uh, uh you had to be bringing it, the noise, and and Tariq, you know, and they keep they call me and do legends, you know. They so that's, oh, that's they're awesome. very respectful young men, man, and I, my hats off to them, man. They they were raised. Well. I don't, I don't know if you recall. Clay, but I went to the first practice for the Miami Dolphins this year, and I left that practice, and I you texted you. Mm -hmm. I texted Clayton, and I said, Clayton, this is crazy. I said, Tyreek Hill is crazy. This kid is, like, <laughs> on a different level, like his yeah. speed, everything. And to see it materialize throughout the season on the football field, and how easily he makes it happen. Mm -hmm. It's just special to watch. Like, I, I can remember playing with Duper, and he would make one-handed catches like no one else can make. 
Clayton would do anything he was asked to do, go across the middle, run out, leave that DB right there at the line of scrimmage. They, everything that they did was like to perfection. And, and, and Tyreek Hill was the closest thing that I saw that reminded me of Duper and Clayton, a combination of both of them. I said, this kid right here is special. Because because the, not only does Tariq have the speed, see that the, the speed that Duper has, Tariq has got some shakes too. Yeah. Yes. That's that's what that's what makes him even more dangerous. That puts him really over the top because he's got that lateral quickness and he's yep. got this speed that that instant speed. He don't have to get up to speed. I mean, when this guy takes two steps, he's kind of close to being top speed. So you better be there. You better get on your horse if you plan on catching him, which I don't foresee that happening. Nobody's going to be catching him once he gets out there. Nobody's walking him down. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I, want, I wanted to ask you, Clayton, you know, going back to the game where you not only caught your first touchdown from Marino, but you also you threw a touchdown pass to Duper in the same game. Like, what, what that, that must have felt like, you know, I, I've arrived in the NFL. Like, well, what was it like to have a game like that where you you throw a 48-yard touchdown and you catch a touchdown later in the game? Oh, uh, it wasn't shit because we lost the game. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Boom! I didn't realize that. We, we, we lost that game. We Dan, Dan threw like four, four or five touch, four touchdowns that game also, and um, Joe Ferguson just outdueled us, man. He he mm. he made us look kind of bad that game right there. But um, you know what though? I I, I don't really care about any accomplishment, uh, individual accomplishment. I was about that winning. Yeah, that's 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 what it was all about. I wanted to win. More than anything, because I tell people now, and I said, man, I don't know if I hate it, if I hated losing more than I like winning. Losing sucks. Losing sucks. <laughs> the shower right. feels bad. The food tastes bad. Everything's not you good. You want to kick, kick the dog and hate to say it when you get home. Like, you just don't want to be bothered with anyone. Losing sucks. And 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 when I told Tariq to go get that record right there during the season, right there, he said, he said, you know what, Legend? He said, man, I'd rather win the Super Bowl than get any of the individual records. Awesome. There you go. I said, I, I, everyone's I totally not like that. that. I told him I and totally everyone is not that. like that. That's right. Everyone is not like that. That is correct. correct. That wanted to ask so, you this so, question here. Oh, sorry, real quick, Troy. I want to ask this question from Andy because Andy also he left us a super chat, which is way too kind. Uh, he wants to know, do you have, Mark, a, a favorite game you played in as a Miami Dolphin? Yeah, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, uh, my my two top games that I will put on my list, one is the Super Bowl because there's no other game like that game right there. i got to put that on the top right there because right there when you're playing in that game, you're playing for all the marbles right there. And no other game can compare to that game. And and I'd say the second game was the best game. Uh, my favorite game is was in '85 when we beat the Bears on Monday night. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. That's Huge. my second favorite game. I can remember watching that game in college. You know, because I grew up a Dolphin fan. Dolphins is my favorite team, and I remember watching that game. Uh, I was so doggone exciting or excited that. The Miami Dolphins actually pulled this off because at the time, the Chicago Bears, they were dominant. 
in the National Football League. So that was definitely one of my favorite wins for the Miami Dolphins all time. And and uh, uh, see uh, during after the Astros won the, the World Series this year, right? Uh, uh, Mr. Crane, uh, the Astros owner, he puts on a celebrity program pro am here. So so he invites a lot of the big wig players from all sports to come and play in his, his celebrity pro am, which is like the week before the Houston Open here, right? The PGA right. Tour uh, golf tournament. So <laughs> it just so happened this year, right here, you know, after. Uh, the golf tournament, we were sitting around outside the hotel because I went on down and stayed at the marquee because, you know, he's putting the players up there. So I said, I'm going to go down there. So we smoking a cigar outside the hotel. I'm, I'm smoking a cigar with Richard Dent, uh, Lawrence Taylor, uh, uh, Eric Dickerson, and, uh, uh, um, and uh, 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 golly, what's my man Buffalo Bill? Uh, Thurman Thomas. Right? Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas. We we all sitting right there. So we, they telling stories. So 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 they were. Uh, uh, they start. Uh, Lawrence said, "Hey, what was it like to get y'all's ass kicked on that Monday night, Richard?" Oh my god. <laughs> so he he said he said yeah yeah he said yeah they kicked the ass but but we was waiting on them to see them again in the Super Bowl but they didn't ever get there. I said, I said, I said, you were so happy. I said, you were so happy that New England beat us because you know that you wouldn't have had that ring had we won. Right. Tell, tell him right here. Oh, That's so right. then they were laughing when I said it. So then he said, you can't. He said, he said because we played both of those guys right there in the divisional round and then in the NFC Championship game. He said, well, I served them up for two sacks right here. We shut them both out. He was telling them he remembered when he played the Giants and the Rams. He said we shut both of them out, Clayton. He said, so they can't say shit. <laughs> Richard Dent was a beast. He was definitely a beast. Yes. Wow. So I want to uh, reiterate, uh, and, and, and Simbad is in here as well. Simbad Sports Shops at Pembroke Gardens is where it's going to be going down at February 4th. Mark Clayton, who's with us now, and Mark Duper are going to have an autograph signing. Uh, remind the people again, Simbad, what time on February 4th this is all going down? So the event is taking place on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be from 12 to 2 p.m. So you can bring your own items to get signed or you can buy jerseys, hats, helmets, photos from the store. Um, I, I, it's a pleasure to have both of them at the same time. So a lot of people are getting dual signatures. So they want, you know, Mark and Mark to sign each of their items. So they're going to be available there to, to sign, you know, and JSA authentication would be there as well. Uh, authenticating all your items. All so right. I apologize. I'm picking up my daughter from college. So, oh, but um, no, and also, you know, yeah. So we have um, we have another store down on 163rd Street, and that one's still open. We do a, a baseball card show there, and um, the and the, the right after the uh, autograph signing, we're gonna have a big card uh, uh, card night where you can trade cards and baseball cards and autograph cards and stuff like that. So people are gonna stick around and hang out for that as well. So it's a big night for us over there in Pembroke Gardens. So that's nice. That's nice that people get to enter. I mean, be right there and, and trade trade their cards with each other or whatever. Man, I think that's awesome right there. But I, hey, man, I, yeah. I just got to go out and say that, man. I don't really do a whole bunch of signings and stuff, but I, I do enjoy working with Sinbad. Sinbad's first class, man, top notch guy, man, and, and, and it's got a great business going on. And, and anytime he asks me, I'm pretty much I'm, I'm in. Hey, I appreciate Sinbad, that. I, got, I, love I, have, I, I have a question for you, Sinbad. Would What's you up, advise? Charlie? 
all of these dads that are out there and they have a newborn son and they start buying baseball cards, football cards, should they not buy two packs? Open one for the kid, but hold on to one for 15, 20 years because you never know when you got a diamond in the rough, correct? Correct. But also, This age of uh, card collecting now is is totally different than it was before. Like now, they're buying the, the new cards get sent in to get um, to get uh, authenticated and get them get them graded. They come back in a plastic case and and then they have a whole market for it. You know, as a raw card or in a case. You know, and and all that. So it's just the market has blown up for the last three four years now, and it's just literally out of control. You know. There's, you know, I found a LeBron James rookie card that came to my show that we got it graded and it was like worth a quarter of a million dollars. Whoa. So it was insane. It was, it was a 10 out of 10 autograph, 10 out of 10 uh, rookie card. Um, uh, when LeBron was with the Cavaliers, we had sent it into PSA to get it graded. And they're like, we need more money to get it graded. It was like almost 11 grand. And they were like, it came back worth, you know, $250,000, 10 out of 10. So right now that card's in a safe. And uh, <laughs> we're waiting for LeBron to break his record, scoring record this year. And uh, if he does, then the value of that card's going to go way up. No question. Wow. No question. At least we're hoping. We're hoping. Wow. So, yeah, the, the oh, card game go now is totally different. You should, you should check out some of my shows. I do a monthly card show at the 163rd Street Mall. And I do. Uh, I'm doing a, a trade night at, at at Pembroke Pines after the signing, just to get everybody together. And I've got a question so, for you too, you. also, Sinbad. Uh, so, what made What's you want to get into this car in the card, the memorabilia business? What made you want to do that? So, um, I went to UCF. I played football there. I was outside linebacker. I played football, and um, I got hurt. But when I was out there, I was hanging out with Shaq, Penny Hardaway, uh, Dennis Scott, and I opened up a sports store actually back in 1993 when I was in Orlando going to UCF, you know, playing in college. So I opened up a sports store then, and I was always in my blood to do, you know, to have a store. So I, I go way back, from back to like 92, 93, and we used to do signings with Shaq at, at, at Sports Dominator, and and we should we used to you know support the Miami, uh, the Orlando Magic team and all their events and stuff like that. So it was a lot easier back then. So now it's just like I never used to get away from seeing those kids, meeting people that they that, that were famous, you know? Like I'd hang out with all these guys and take it for granted. And and now it's like, hey, I want to – I'll pay you guys to come out so these people can meet you, you know, because you don't get it all the time. That's when you do right. these corporate events and you're like, oh, stay here, stay there, and, you know, you, you can't touch him, you can't see him. But when you guys, when I do an event, you know, you're right there, you take a picture with them, you hang out, you're telling stories, joking around. I let everyone you know, kind of jump in, sneak a picture here and there, whatever it is, you know, because I want to do that when I was young, you know, and I, I want the kids to do that as well. So my kids awesome. enjoy it and, and everyone enjoys my signings because they're, they're <clears> totally different from everybody else's. So I really appreciate, you know, the fans and everyone's support when we do these events and, I appreciate everyone that, that that appreciates what I do as well. So I, I thank you guys as well. You're very appreciated. And, and Sinbad, I'll, I'll say bye to you first before we say bye to Clayton because I know you're, you're picking up your daughter. So good good luck, yeah. and, and we'll see you we'll at the event on Saturday, February 4th. 
So everyone go to SinbadSports.com and check us out. And uh, you can get tickets. The autograph tickets are there and also the, the merchandise. And also like us on Facebook and Instagram and follow us. I appreciate everyone, Troy, Alex, uh, Mark. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm signing off. Thank you. See you soon, man. See you soon. Take care, Mark. Bye-bye. All righty. Awesome stuff. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll be signing off in a moment. So I just want to, again, I want to send a huge thank you to Mark Clayton, Miami Dolphins legend. I'm, I'm surrounded by great former Dolphin players here, which is an honor and a privilege. And, and, and Mark, you know, let, let people know again, uh, you're going to be out there at the signing on February 4th. And I just, I want to thank you again for stopping by and spending some time with us. Hey, you're more than welcome, man. I just want to send a shout out to the fans, man. And, Hope I see them on the 4th of February, man, because, you know, though, man, I really, everything I did when I played the game, it was strictly for the fans, man. I, You know, you see the guys now, they throwing footballs back and forth with people in the stands. I had been doing that. I did that. You have. I used to play catch with all the kids. Stuff. I'd tell them one thing. I said, listen, I'm a, I, I'll throw you a ball, but if you don't throw me my ball back, I'll never throw it to you again. You know, so, and, I, and I'm going to get that ball back because I'm going to get security to go get you. So, but you know what though, man, I, I, I thoroughly thrived off of, off the fans, man. They energized me. I did. I played for the fans, man. They just really just elevated my game to a whole nother level. Clayton was Fantastic. blessed. He was blessed with talent that it was easy. Like it was just easy. No matter what he had to do, he just did it. His body was like a well-tuned Ferrari, whatever you want to call it, your favorite sports car, whatever he need to do, he'll do it. I don't know if he ran the fastest 40, but if you got on the football field, he need to outrun you, he outrun you. He just do whatever. And I took pride in playing with him and Duke. I was so lucky to play with them. You throw Marino in there, Jensen in there. Mm -hmm. Like we would go through practices, no lie, where the football never hit the ground in practice. I know okay. practices are scripted, but you see incomplete passes and in practices right. all the time. We would go through an entire practice and, I mean, we would compete. Who has the best hands on this football team? <laughs> we just didn't drop the ball. And I, I just loved the way he played. I loved the way Dupa played, Jensen, Marino. And I'll tell, I'll tell one more story, maybe two. <laughs> But the first time I got promoted to the first team, I get in the huddle. This was another time, like, I went home after practice and I called my friends. And I'm like, y'all won't believe this. <laughs> I, 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 get, I get in the huddle. And where my position is, position is in the huddle, to my right is Dan Marino. To my left was Mark Clayton. Next to Mark Clayton was Mark Duper, and I'm sitting there like, you got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> it was awesome. And then the last story I'll tell is Clayton used to have this nice Ferrari, and he would take it to the shop, and his mechanic would be like, dude, like, drive the car, man. Like, you're babying this thing. Clayton called me up. He's like, yo, Strap. I got to bring the car over. You got to take it for a ride. I was like, all right. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I, I, I would drive that son of a gun. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would drive that thing, man.
Hey, but Alex, he's uh, Troy is you know he's throwing him out. You know he was the players and stuff that was out there when he was doing that thing. But my man wasn't no chop liver either, right there. Oh, I'm I know. You, my man was not modest. A, oh my god, that dude had some shakes. Oh my god, I ain't bullshitting. My man and could catch, run some routes. You could put him out wide too. That same yeah. shit right there. That that uh, uh um that uh McCaffrey and stuff. Uh, Troy. Mm. Yep. Troy did all Absolutely. that shit. Troy did yep. all that shit. Everything, just like McCaffrey. Yeah, that is fantastic. Well, it, it it's nice being able to chat with both of you, Mark Clayton, of course Troy, who's my partner in crime here on the Extra Yard. Can't thank you guys enough. And remember, last reminder: if you guys want to win autographed Duper and Clayton jerseys, leave us a comment on this YouTube video. And I need to make that clear because if you're in the live chat right now, it's the different type of comment. Leave a comment on the video and we're going to randomly select a comment. There's a program for that. So you don't have to like, if you, because if you trust me to select something at random, everybody's screwed. We're going to truly select a random comment. And that person is going to win an autographed Duper and Clayton Jersey. Mark Clayton, I can't thank you enough, sir. Enjoy uh, your weekend coming up and enjoy the signing in about a week and a half. Thanks, Alex. Clayton. I appreciate it, man. Y'all, thanks for having me on, man. Y'all do a great job, man. Thank you. I love you. Clay, I love you and kiss the wife. Love you too, my brother. I'll see you soon, bro. You got we'll talk, it. We'll talk to everyone on another episode of The Extra Yard. We'll be back at you this Monday on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya.